All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris and Amy show. Uh, Mike Elam is in for Amy Marks course today. I'm Chris Ranji and we go back to the Quiver River Electric guest line. Uh, Linda Kenyon it covers the White House for CBS News. Anchor and reporter is with us now on KMOX on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Chris. I'm just fine. Thank we, you. Great. We just uh, listened a little bit to Nikki Haley's speech. And she says she is not going to drop out of the presidential race. Are you are you surprised? And are people in Washington, people uh, you know near the administration, surprised that that she is going to carry on? I have not uh, been hearing any chatter about it being a surprising thing that she said she's going to stay till the end. Uh, she did make it a point of saying that recent polls indicate that that the voters are not jazzed by either Donald Trump or Joe Biden, which gives her more incentive to stay in. So she's committed. She says she's going to be in the race at least through Super Tuesday, and we'll have to see how that goes for her. But uh, right now, despite all of the legal challenges that former President Trump has faced and is facing, including massive fines uh, in most recently in his uh, civil trial, uh, the fraud trial in New York, uh, he does not seem to be daunted. He's still running. So uh, in many ways, he's starting to have some uh, major outreach, uh, more so than before, to his supporters to help fund his campaign because, uh, as you know, he faces millions and millions in, in, in uh, fines uh, in various criminal and civil cases against him. And so uh, money's going to start to be an issue but those who support Donald Trump just find that uh, they support him more than ever. So this is he's not going to be dropping out anytime soon. And Nikki Haley is not going to stop challenging him for the Republican presidential nomination. Hey, Linda, it's Mike Elam. Just kind of looking at these two. We were just talking about this beforehand. And there seems to be, to Nikki Haley's point, there seems to be a large contingent of the population who says, you know, pox on both your houses. We don't want either two of you jokers running again. We've been there. We've done that. We'd like to move on to new people. Does anybody think that's realistically going to happen? Or is this kind of where we are? You know, uh, if somebody were to jump in now instead, uh, if, for example, if Biden were to say, uh, you know, let uh, let uh, my vice president be the nominee, uh, highly unlikely. Um, and if a third party candidate were to surface, also highly unlikely at this point in the race, but still possible, uh, that person's really going to have to uh, gain some name recognition and raise major campaign funds. It's hard to see how another candidate that would uh, you know, basically um, usurp the attention of uh, either the Biden campaign or the Trump campaign could really gain kind of the, the traction necessary 
to go all the way to the end, uh, to the final nominating convention. Do you think that a, a nominee is more likely to be uh, replaced with either Trump or Biden? Because a, a lot of people seem to be in circles that I'm talking to. The money seems to be they think that at the convention for the Democrats, there's going to be another name that's going to come. Now, some of these, I grant you, Linda, are far-fetched. But things like Michelle Obama comes up. Would the Democratic Party actually do that, do you think? You know, it, it, you may be surprised to, to know that at these nominating conventions, and I've covered several of them, other names do come up for nomination. And um, generally speaking, uh, those names, those nominations uh, do not get very far at all. But they do come up. So, yes, I mean, someone could nominate Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama made it very clear, for example, that she is not interested in the job. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's a tough job. I mean, you kind of have to wonder why anybody would really want a job with that kind of pressure. But, you know, <laughs> apparently people do. Um, I personally don't understand it, but, hey, you know, <laughs> that's what they want. But, but yes, she, I mean, somebody else could come up at the nominating convention. I just don't see, though, how they would get the delegates, the 270 delegates needed to win the actual party nomination. Michelle's got a pretty good gig at the moment. So, uh, you know, everybody yeah. loves her at the moment. Why tarnish the brand by actually being well, elected? Just, it, it, and I don't I never understood Hillary <laughs> wanting to do it. Why would you watch your husband be president and say, yeah, I want to do that? When it's over, I I, know. I, I can't imagine. Even. No one ages well after being president. Hell Have no. you noticed that? You look at what they look like when they went in and look at what they look like oh. when they come out. It's it's a meat grinder of a job, to Linda's point. I mean, it's it's it not is. fun. No, no, it is not fun. Um, and I will say, um, aside the fact that uh, former President Jimmy Carter is of uh, you know, is, is quite elderly at this point and not doing very well. Um, he's one of the few presidents who actually looked better after he left the White House. He's probably relieved. <laughs> and was probably <laughs> relieved, yes. Look, it's, it's over. Thank God I'm good now. Um, and, and as you know, the, the topic of conversation um, for the last couple of weeks has primarily been about age and you know, mental acuity and all of that privately within the White House or in close circles. How concerned are they really about that narrative now? My thought is that they probably are very concerned about it because they have made a point on every possible occasion to say, you know, look, White House press, uh, President Biden is strong. He's uh, mentally strong, physically strong. He's got a lot of energy, and he's not that much older than Donald Trump, who, incidentally, tends to mess up his facts on a fairly regular basis. And so, uh, you know, saying that, you know, sometimes the president has flubbed on things, uh, as White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre has said, uh, we have all misspoken. She even said, I've misspoken. And I will say to uh, to you, Chris and Mike, I, too, have misspoken. <laughs> so uh, and, you know, um, Joe Biden has many decades on myself, uh, as does uh, as does uh, Donald Trump. But, um, you know, they, they're trying so hard to make a point that he's doing his job. He's very much uh, plugged in. 
and uh, that uh, more so than than ever, when this war with Ukraine uh, happened and the Israel hostage situation uh, between in, by uh, Hamas uh, has been involved in negotiations and uh, talking to the Israeli prime minister and uh, dealing with this crisis situation minute by minute, day by day. It is a meat grinder, uh, as the words are used, a, a meat grinder of a job, and that President Biden is very much up to it. And again, calling us out for saying, look, you know, you keep talking about Biden's age. What about Trump's age? Trump is not a youngster either. This is the one question I have in regard to uh, to Biden. And when he speaks, you know, when we see him publicly, there are times it does not look good. And we've talked about that a lot. What I'm really curious about is privately when he is having meetings with uh, other American leaders or world leaders. Have you ever heard anything of the sort that he's you know, that these leaders get out of these meetings and say, what is going on with this guy? This guy's losing it. Do you hear things like that? No, I never hear that. I only hear praise for him from other world leaders. Um, And I will say uh, on Friday, I was traveling with the president. We did uh, four states in one day, or as I call it, Friday. And uh, (laughs) and, uh, we, we, uh, we really hoofed it all over the place. We went from Maryland to Pennsylvania to Ohio, back to Pennsylvania, on to Delaware, and then back to Maryland. And um, I did not see any sign of fatigue, any sign of slowing down from him at all. Um, I will tell you that the White House press corps, the pool that was uh, traveling with him, was pretty worn out. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I slept very well that night. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> the uh, there, there's no let up that I can see. And there's certainly um, no criticism that I'm seeing from from any world leaders or any chatter that says that he's not up to the job. All star closer. Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.